0: Welcome to The Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires. Along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention. That by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome to The Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana, and I am the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine and Botanica. I have another incredible light worker who is going to be our guest today here at the podcast. Uh, Her name is Madeline, and we're going to be discussing uh, her higher calling and kind of working out some of the kinks um, in her new business. So thank you so much for being a part of the project, Madeline. Thanks for being here.
1: My gosh, Angel. Thank you so much. I'm really excited.
0: Woo-hoo. Well, it's so funny, before we go into you know, who you are and the struggles, I just got to say that the media, as soon as I pulled up your astrological birth chart, the first thing I saw is that you have so much Virgo. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. I have had my chart done from an Eastern perspective, and mm-hmm. I know that I have a lot of Mars from Ooh, an interesting Eastern point of view, but I did not know I had a lot of Virgo. Yeah, so I'll go into
0: what, you know, what a Virgo stellium is when we do the reading, but I was just like, oh, okay, well, I have a lot of Virgo in my chart as well, so I think we have a very similar brain. So I'll go into all of that, but you know, just so our audience gets to know you a little bit, I know this is our first time ever chatting, so tell me a little bit about who you are and what you do in the world.
1: Okay, well, I am originally from Chicago, and I went to drama school in London to follow my dream of being an actor and that's what brought me to Los Angeles. Um, A lot of things happened. I ended up leaving LA to move to a small mountain town to meditate and study energy medicine and things like that with my first spiritual mentor and ended up working my way back to LA. And most of my experience has been in entertainment or somehow related to entertainment, so like some personal shopping, fashion styling, makeup, that sort of thing. And I ended up working in a film studio and spent a lot of time wondering what I was doing with my life and how all of my gifts and interests and things came together and finally got some clarity around that. So I had started a business and I work with entrepreneurs primarily dealing with things like imposter syndrome and those little pesky voices that interfere with our growth, and um, I also work with presence because so much of what we do, the vibe, if you will, that we put out, like people don't realize that we're constantly communicating who we are, and so I work with the verbal and nonverbal communication, both the visible and the invisible communication.
0: Ooh, I'm loving this, and I can already kind of see all the the actress and the and the um, energy healing, and it's like, okay, I'm like so feeling your signature system. So what is the, the big challenge that we're going to focus on for the reading today?
1: I feel like it has been honing in on the specifics of the ideal client. It feels a little broad right now saying entrepreneur and even female entrepreneur. It just feels a little broad. So mm-hmm. I want to niche as tightly as possible because I just feel like that's probably the smart way to go.
0: Okay. Well, that's not going to be a problem in this reading. We can definitely get that, that sorted for you. So my, my goal for us um, over the next whatever, 25 minutes or so, is that one, you have a breakthrough and two, you have a game plan after we're done with the session. That's my grandiose promise to you.
1: (laughs) Okay, Groovy, I'll take it.
0: Okay, so let's get into your astrological birth chart. We're going to start with the three main planets. The sun and the moon are considered planets in astrology. So the sun, which you probably already know you have in the sign of Leo, you have your rising sign that's in your sign of Libra, and then you have your moon in Virgo. Okay, so I'm going to start with the sun first, just that one's the one that most people are very familiar with. Uh, so you have it in the sign of Leo. Leo is a fire sign. Uh, they are creative, highly creative, highly entrepreneurial, very organized, um, tend to like the spotlight. So I can already kind of see like the actress and I can see the creative entrepreneur. I can see lots of that. So when, when I'm doing business astrology though, um, you know, the sun traditionally is basically how you see yourself. But the way that I do it in business astrology is it's actually your secret sauce. So it's actually the thing that you're going to sprinkle on everything, but it's not necessarily how other people see you. Uh, It's basically the thing that's going to differentiate you um, over time. So I'm just going to kind of plant that seed and we'll kind of come back to Leo um, as we get further into uh, your higher calling and obviously that kismet client. So your rising sign is in the sign of Libra, and that's actually how other people see you. So this is really important, especially when we're talking about niching uh, and attracting a kismet client. We really want to just play into how they already see us, right? So in this case, you have it in the sign of Libra. Libra is an air sign. She's all about beauty. She loves to look good. She likes anything that's visually stimulating. Anything that actually stimulates any of the six senses. So taste, you know, touch, um, you know, clairvoyance, all that stuff. It's going to be part of Libra. So when when people are looking at you from like. The inside out or whatever, they're looking at you on social media. They're meeting you face to face. They're seeing this, you know, beautiful um, person with lots of ideas, as uh, somebody who um, is social. Um, she's she's really good at uh, being talkative. She's really good at. I I hate to say like superficial things, but she's definitely more of like when I think of Libra, I think of like the Empress card in tarot, where it's like basically this beautiful goddess. She's sitting on a throne. She's very peaceful. She's in nature. uh, She's a very uh, present. Um, It's interesting that you said the word presence when you were talking. Uh, So she's very much um, aligned with balance and harmony. So when they look at you, it's like what they're really looking at. Is like a part of them that they want more of. They want more beauty. They want more balance. They want more presence. They want more Mother Nature energy. They want more of that that goddess look and feel in their life.
1: You know, it's really interesting that you say that and when you kind of did air quotes around superficial because. For years, I felt so insecure that what my quote unquote zone of genius is, is all around these soft things like I was a makeup artist and a stylist and I did all these things while all of my friends were going to law school and medical school and doing quote unquote real work. And it was like a real source of insecurity for so long. Interesting. Well, it's
0: interesting now that we're kind of diving into, you know, and also living in LA, you know, there's a stigmatism. But the the thing that's different about Libra, which is why I said I don't want to say it's superficial, because there's an energy of peacefulness. Uh, so it's not necessarily superficial. It can it can seem that way from the outside in, but there's also a, a sense of balance. You know, you think of Libra as the balancing scales. Uh, so I don't know. I'm I would actually recommend that if you don't actually have a, a tarot deck, that fine. You could even Google like the Empress card and just look at her. Just look at you know you know how peaceful she is and how just in her element she's calm quietly confident. Uh, So that's how, so when they're looking at you, we want to kind of play that up. We basically want to like turn up the dial and just kind of own the fact that we're basically this peaceful uh, empress goddess who has basically figured out how to, uh, how to orchestrate her life in such a way where she still feels divine, but she has a higher purpose and a sense of calmness.
1: Love it. It makes so much sense.
0: Okay, so now the moon. The moon is your emotions. So every other type of you know business coach will always be like, leave your emotions as out of business, as no use being there, but it's completely the opposite when you're building a business based on your higher calling. So in this case, your emotional state has to do with Virgo. Excuse me. And Virgo is an earth sign, very practical very uh, organized analytical methodical um, they don't they don't really love to take a lot of risks, so emotionally, um, you are someone who is really wants to be of service so you know Virgo is uh, the the symbol for Virgo is the virgin this is selfless service this is this is basically how you like get your rocks off, you know like being of service, having other people. Love that you just helped them. That's like so appreciation is huge for moon and Virgos. If they do not feel appreciated um, or recognized for all of that effort, because Virgos probably, I would say maybe of like all the signs, they're the ones that's like nose to the grind. Like they're looking at the numbers. They're looking there. I think Virgo as um, very, this is very LA, uh, the executive producer. You know, they're basically the ones making sure that the whole thing runs smoothly and they, there's a sense of completion. There's a sense of, um, uh, of organization that really lights them up.
1: Well, if you look at my spice cabinet, that's absolutely true. <laughs>
0: So you what we want to do is when we're thinking about this in, um, in as far as your business is concerned, so what we want to do is anytime the shadows, this is where emotions come in, the shadow sides of Virgo come into play, that's when business is going to feel like a chore. It's when you're probably going to get knocked off your kilter and not want to move forward. And that has to do with being a perfectionist. So Virgo... Can paralyze themselves. They can literally think it's never good enough to launch. Um, the handout's not perfect. The website's not perfect. So therefore, it's like sometimes they just they get in their own way. And because they don't love to take risks, that's another shadows of of you know you're an entrepreneur now. You're you're building this business based on your higher calling, which already in itself is risky because. It's never been done. Your higher calling will never be done by the way that you, by the way that um, that you do it, because who you are and the experiences that you've had, you know, in this your lifetime and the traumas and adversities and education, all those things, all makeup artists and all the careers that you've played the roles in, nobody has that exact DNA from a business perspective. So Virgo, I would just be um, aware that anytime you feel the, the clenching in the chest, like Virgo has like a, can have a very like sharp tongue, especially a moon in Virgo. <laughs> I know because I have a moon in Virgo. Um, so they can have a very sharp tongue. But all that's basically telling you is that you know, and I know probably you already know this because you're an energy healer. But like taking those deep breaths, like taking a walk outside, having your self care uh, ritual, and really knowing that there's no such thing as perfection.
1: There's only wabi sabi. There we go.
0: The beauty of imperfections. Okay, so that's kind of the three like kind of like foundational things. So I want to go into like money. Um, Saturn is a. Uh, the plan is it's a father figure of the zodiac so if you have a father the father is always like are you taking care of like have you figured do you have a plan like don't just go out and just try something like i need you to be um you know thoughtful in this approach because at the end of the day saturn is going to be the planet that is going to reward you monetarily with money and uh, excuse me money opportunities and people and in this case you have it in the sign of gemini think i have gemini and saturn as well so basically uh gemini is an air sign they're all about communication they're the they're the twins so there's always like they need to see both sides of the story but again because they're always seeing both sides of the story they don't know which which one to choose because they're so balanced in like, well, I need to know the facts of this and I need to know the facts of this before I'm going to make a decision. But a lot of times Gemini won't make a decision.
1: Uh, yeah. I like to call it my butt it syndrome, <laughs> but it could be this, but it could be. Yes.
0: That. And my girlfriend is Gemini and she is so Gemini because it's always that she's like, I don't know if I believe in that. It's like, I need more facts. And it's like, so therefore she never commits to anything so she can never move forward. So here Saturn comes in and he puts his arm around little Gemini. Is like, okay, look, girl, like you have so much knowledge. And Gemini is known to intellectualize everything. They're not going to be basing their, like, their um, choices on feelings. They need. They need to. It's like they're the reporter. They're like, I need to get all the facts, and then I'm just going to share the story. There's not like an emotional attachment to it. So Saturn's going to come in and go, look. Like in order for us to be able to take your business to where you wanted to go, attract those kismet clients, build this brand based on your higher calling, we're going to have to. We're going to have to commit to something. We're going to have to commit to something that you believe in. So what do you believe in? And just go with it. Don't worry that other facts and other newspapers and all these other things, all these things that you're reading are going to have these other perspectives. It's time for you to have your own perspective
1: and just commit to it. That's, I just have to say that so far everything sounds completely spot on.
0: All right. Okay. So money is in Gemini. So you got to remember, if you you find yourself going wishy-washy or you find yourself Being a perfectionist with your moon and Virgo, those are all just ways to keep you spinning your wheels, and at the end of the day, it's all about commitment. It doesn't have to be perfect, but in order to move forward with those opportunities and money, that's what needs to happen. Okay, now, we got that out of the way. Now, let's talk about the, the nodes, okay? So you have your north node in Capricorn and your south node in Cancer, so these are polar opposites. Your south node represents your natural abilities. Okay. Your North node represents your destiny and challenges. Okay. So let's start with, let's start with the South node. Okay. So you are naturally gifted at being the mama bear in situations. Is this true for you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you could say so. Okay.
0: So cancer. Okay. So you know, uh, Saturn is the father figure of the Zodiac. Well, Cancer is the mother. So the mother is all, and this is, you know, some of the shadows of Cancer is basically like people pleasing, putting, you know, everybody else before yourself. you know, you can think about Thanksgiving dinner and the mom is like doing all the stuff. She's prepared the meal and she's, she's, it's like, she's never really even taken a moment for herself to be like, am I going to enjoy this meal? So we want to be conscientious that your gift is being the mama bear, but don't, don't go so far into, um, you know, that natural ability that you forget about yourself. Because what happens is with cancer is that they'll retreat back into their crab gel and they'll like go hibernate for like a week or two or something. Like I just, that was took way too much out of me. I got to go like be in solitude. So your natural ability is, you know, we don't want to. Uh, We don't want to subdue that, we want to enhance that, but we want to do it in such a way that you actually get filled up while you're playing that role. So that's where your natural ability becomes like any kind of community that you want to build, any kind of like tribe, um, any kind of like retreat or any kind of event where you are basically playing the mama bear. But when you play the mama bear in that as a community leader or a tribe leader or event leader or whatever, uh, you want to make sure that as you are you know, teaching or hostessing or whatever you're doing to lead that community, that you are actually simultaneously getting filled up doing that instead of exhausting yourself
1: and having to retreat later. Yeah, that makes so much sense and that is something that the last, maybe like the last year I've really become aware of it because I tend to be the go-to person for people and I just was expending so much energy with, with taking care of everybody that I, I really let myself go last with everything and have really been working on saying, nope, boundaries, 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 both in terms of like the time I give and how I give it as well as just energetically. So Perfect. Good lessons. Good lessons. So
0: that's the so that's your natural ability. Now the challenge here, this is like how we're gonna reach the destiny is we're obviously have some obstacles. So you have it in the sign you have your north node in the sign of Capricorn. Okay. I not I don't. Know, I hate to say it, things are like challenging aspects, but because I'm a Capricorn, like I think I've just done way too much research about who Capricorn is, and they're already kind of a challenging sign in that they're they're highly misunderstood. So your challenge uh, in your business is really going to be about climbing this mountain. It's you know the sea goat is this. Capricorn, right? And it's ruled by Saturn. Saturn rules Capricorn. So he's already like, he's the father. You know, he's like, you know, your natural ability is to be the mother, but your challenge is to be the father. Now, the thing about the father figure that is so interesting that Capricorn is ruled by Saturn, because Capricorn is the only earth sign that has a fin. Because it's the sea goat, it's not a mountain goat, it has a fin, it has water attached to it. So it's very interesting that, like, no, you know, Pisces and Scorpio and Cancer are usually the more emotional um, because of that water, because of the, you know, the, the water element for those signs. But Capricorn has water as well. But here's the difference: Capricorn will never show that water part of them. It is like this, you know I have a I have a little name for them. They're the closet emo people. (laughs) (laughs) Like nobody's gonna know that I got sad or you know that I hurt or something because they'll always they almost have this like poker face that they could literally just if even if they're having like the shittiest fucking week or whatever, they could go outside and say hi to the neighbor. Hey what's going on? and not ever let anybody know that there's something going on underneath the surface. So your challenge is, is, is to, you know, harness the power of the of the masculine, right? That that father figure, but do it in such a way that it's that you that you <coughs> allow yourself to show the fin.
1: Mhm. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. And <coughs> it's kind of funny when you think about, because what I have found when I'm taking care of everybody else is I'm wearing my poker face because I'm taking care of you. So it's about you. It's not about if you hurt my feelings. We'll deal with that later. It's, mm. uh, it's very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So think about it this way: if your natural ability is to be this community leader, to be the mama bear, well, simultaneously you're gonna have to be the papa bear too. And so that's where, like you said, you're now creating boundaries. That's you work. That's one of the challenges of this North Node. It's like okay, like. I have a natural ability to help everybody bring them under my wing and help everybody. But my challenge is I have to make sure that I've created enough boundaries so that I can still um, be disciplined in pursuing what it is that I'm here to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Makes so much sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. So those are the nodes. Okay. So I know we've got a few more minutes here. And the most important thing is I want to make sure, because this is like the the, the, the the big finale, which is like, the most important part, I think, in business astrology is understanding who the heck is this person that you're here to serve. And it has to do with your 12th house. Your 12th house is ruled by Virgo. So this is where, excuse me, we are going to talk a little bit about your Virgo stellium. So stellium just means that you have like four or more planets um, in the sign of Virgo. Uh, And because you have your 12th house in Virgo, there's just so much Virgo. It's like We're just gonna have to make a lot of your sales copy and a lot of the things that, a lot of the products and services that you put together. You just need to have Virgo in the back of your mind every step of the way. So, Virgo is an earth sign, like I mentioned. Um, Their uh, symbol is uh, the Virgin, which is all about selfless service. So, this could be, uh, okay, so this is just a spin on it. We'll kind of do a couple spins here. So, your ideal customer is the archetype. Of Virgo, now your twelfth house represents karmic debts, your subconscious mind, your limiting beliefs. It's all the like, uh, it's all the, it's all the woo woo stuff. It's all the like spiritual stuff. So what's going to happen is, is you've been brought to this planet with natural abilities. We talked about that mama bear. We talked about the challenges. We talked about, you know, how we're going to monetize it. We've talked about how the people see you and your emotional state and your secret sauce of Leo. Well, like we're going to kind of bring Leo into this in a second. So when we're looking at the 12th house, what we're really, what we're really trying to find out is I'm here to serve this audience. And that's really the number one thing. Like I always say the who is more important than what. So What you sell is almost like, it's secondary. The who, it's like, if I can't get the who right, I can't get my business off the ground. So your person, you know, that you're here to serve is basically you, Virgo archetype you, three years ago. So whoever (laughs) Madeline was three years ago, we need to talk to that little girl inside, who was Madeline three years ago. And we're going to really go it one step further, like you said, niche it down, and we're going to focus on what's keeping that Virgo archetype, little Madeline girl, up at night. You know, What were the big problems that were going on three years ago? Because if we can figure out what that is, what's going to happen is you're going to start to work through your karmic debt your limit improve your limiting beliefs, reprogram your subconscious mind by work helping them work through their karmic debts. So part of the karmic debt that they have is to work with you to heal whatever that is. So I'm just curious at this point, you know, if you want to share what was going on three years ago so we can kind of capture you know, this Virgo archetype and start monetizing our business and niching it down. So you know how to create sales copy, you know what to call them. They're basically the
1: perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) That is an understatement. Um, Three years ago, I was much deeper in these stories. I um, made a really bad investment in a coach and I'm going to put coach in air quotes Um, and when I made the decision, I went against all of my intuition, everything that made sense to me. And I made it anyway, because I was stubborn and did not believe in myself and didn't trust myself enough to make a smart decision. Because one of my stories was, I'm not a business person. I'm a creative. And I listened to other people when I knew I shouldn't have. So totally gave away my power. And also did not own what I'm naturally gifted at because you know like I shared before I had so much insecurity around my friends like being doctors and saving the world and I'm like I can help you pick out lipstick Mm -hmm. and it felt so superficial but the the truth is I do a lot more than lipstick and even lipstick actually can change somebody's mood and how they feel about themselves and that actually is a really valid beautiful profound gift and so it's three years ago it was just not appreciating my gifts how they affect other people that I could actually charge for them because I did that whole like oh it's just easy for me like I can't charge thing that so many people are guilty of um so there's there's a lot of meat Three years ago, for sure.
0: Well, the good thing is, we're recording this, and you've basically just come up with a couple, you know, several bullet points of like, are you experiencing this lack of self confidence, not trusting your intuition? And you kind of list them off. And then you're basically pre qualifying them like, are you, on, are you my Kismet client? Do you suffer from the perfectionism sy- syndrome? You know, do you, uh, you don't, you don't want to take risks? Are you stubborn as hell? Like, all those things become, um, you know, that that piece that brings the right person to you. So like you mentioned in the beginning, like your big struggle that you wanted to, you know, have figured out after this session is, you know, who they're not just female entrepreneurs. No, you know, they are female entrepreneurs that are here to be of service, who are perfectionists, I bet on some level they are philanthropists because they are all about being of service. So anybody that's going to attach themselves to, I don't know, a nonprofit or an organization or or donate their time, there's there's so much nobility to Virgo. And the interesting part is that when they look at you, they're seeing Libra. They're like, wow, that girl just is like calmly owning her throne and is peaceful. And like, I don't really have that, that peacefulness. And I want that for myself. I want to feel beautiful and sit on my throne and own all my gifts and be quietly confident because Virgo has no desire to like, be on stage dancing around and do all this, you know, whatever. Their thing is like, I'm fine being the producer of an event. I don't need to be uh, the, uh, the, the, best, the best actor in the play or whatever. They're, they're fine with being behind the scenes, but they still want to be respected. They will still want to people to look up to them, but they want to do it in such a way that it's like quiet confidence. And that's what they see in you.
1: Hmm. It's so fascinating. I have to tell you, Angel, this has been your, uh, what did you call it in the beginning? Now I'm trying to remember your audacious claim and it's been met.
0: (laughs) good. Well, I wanted to just come full circle here because I I don't want to leave out Leo. Leo would really be upset if we left him out because I said to remember that your son is in Leo and that's your secret sauce. So while you're you know, curating these products and now you know who you're here to serve, now you sprinkle Leo on. And this is where it becomes, honestly, like the little cherry on top of the cake. Because Leo is ruled by the sun. It, all Leo wants to do is shower people with warmth. They want the rays of light to warm people's souls. They want people to be smiling. They want people to come out of their shell because they want to play. You know, they are this king of the jungle. So everything that you do for Virgo, sprinkle Leo everywhere. It's like if there's one thing that Virgo needs so desperately, it's just to like feel the love. And Leo is like the perfect sign to give it to them.
1: Hmm. It's really beautiful.
0: It's like, almost like makes me teary. And I'm like, I know Virgo so well that they're just like, they're not looking for praise, but when somebody gives it to them, they're just like, oh my God, like they recognize how hard I
1: worked. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so sacred. It, it all makes so much sense. And what I love and appreciate and is such a breakthrough, finally, after studying marketing for, for several years now, everybody talks about the ICA, the ideal client avatar, and, you know, like what keeps them up at night. And so I just have always found that exercise to be frustrating because, I mean, I can imagine it to a point and then obviously you can go out and interview people and that can be helpful as well. But sometimes you're just kind of like throwing a dart out and you're not even sure if the person you're interviewing is ultimately the right fit. And so I just love the way the astrology has... Shed light on these different aspects of who, in this case, these women are, and what they're dealing with, combined with pre-qualifying them, which isn't something a lot of people talk about, and it's such a brilliant thing because we don't want the people who aren't the right fit. Just like dating, like I don't want to go on a second date with you if you like are rude to the waitress and chew with your mouth open. Like done, no. So I love, I love this. I love this so much. It's been so helpful. I'm so excited. Oh, good.
0: Okay. So before I let you go, on one, you had a breakthrough? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah. And two, yeah. do you have a game plan? And what is the game plan?
1: Uh, I'm going to go back. So the answer is yes. And I'm going to go back and look at some of the copy to get more specific to these challenges. For Virgo. Yeah. You could literally like Google like you know,
0: characteristics of Virgo and like pay attention to like the, the shadows, like stubborn, perfectionist, like, because those are the things that they're, they already know they have in themselves. And then when you, you know, put together these, the sales copy or whatever, the community that you probably should be creating if you're not, um, cause you're the mama bear and the papa bear at the same time. Um, and using that language, that's going to be the difference. They can still be overachieving female entrepreneurs who, um, who want to give back.
1: I love it so much. I almost feel like I'm cheating. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh my gosh. You're so funny. Going into Google and looking at the shadow side. It's like, it almost feels like cheating. It's so good. So good. I know. Well, any final um,
0: questions before I let you go and enjoy the rest of your weekend? Um,
1: um, 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 I feel like I should ask a question because it's like the smart thing to do. But honestly, I just feel like this has been so well-rounded and has given me so much to chew on. Like, I'm just so excited. Perfect.
0: Well, hey, inspiration leads the way anyway. So uh, at this point, I, what's going to happen is probably over the next 48 hours, uh, you're going to have more aha moments. So I would just like use this time, like don't get to work right away, like kind of let it like really percolate because I think you're going to have your own additional breakthroughs without even me being
1: there. That also makes sense. So I guess that means unfortunately I have to do laundry. Thanks.
0: <laughs> hey, that's what Virgos do. They are really good at cleaning. <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to thank our listeners today for tuning into the Rising Star Project. Um, I want to thank you, Madeline, for being our guest here and for sharing, you know, inside of your, uh, your business and your vulnerabilities and, you know, just your insights on who you're here to serve. So I want to thank you again and thank our listeners. And uh, I look forward to serving you again in
1: the future real soon. Thank you so much, Angel.
0: Want to be taken seriously, but feel stuck that your chosen career path doesn't include a PhD or law degree? Perhaps you're a beauty expert, transformational life coach, or an enterprising spiritual entrepreneur with a passion for self-growth. What you do is important, and you don't need a fancy degree from a fancy school to prove it. Like Madeline, her passion for the arts and beauty had her stump on how to niche down her market so she could attract the people she was born to teach. Once we nailed down her kismet client by looking at her 12th house, she realized the perfectionist in her needed healing, which in turn was the same struggle of the people she was born to serve. That's the beauty of a higher calling. It has us working through our own karmic debts by serving our kismet clients with their similar problem. Take a moment today to reflect on your greatest talents and catch yourself when you find yourself playing down your exquisite gifts. They are important to the consciousness of our planet and no fancy degree is going to change that. Not now, not ever. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful gifts that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.